0: Hey, it's Rebecca Smith from the KBIA Newsroom in Columbia, and it's time for Missouri Health Talks, a project where we listen in on Missourians' conversations about access to health care. This week, we hear from Dr. Katherine Peterson. She's an associate professor of nutrition and exercise physiology at the University of Missouri. She spoke about the safest and most effective ways to decide what dietary supplements you should take, if any at all. Here's Dr. Peterson.
1: Individuals can choose to take dietary supplements on their own. They do not need a health care provider to recommend them, although it's probably not a bad idea, but it's not required. But I would recommend that anyone wishing to take a dietary supplement, especially if it's a dietary supplement other than a traditional vitamin, mineral, or protein, that they do their homework. They are not regulated by the FDA, so the burden is really on the individual to be their own advocate. First need to research the actual dietary supplement they want to take, whether it's an herbal or something marketed as a dietary supplement. They need to find out about that particular compound or substance and research to see first, is it, does it do anything? Is it efficacious, in other words? Next, I would also do a little research on the brand or the manufacturer from whom you, you're choosing to purchase that dietary supplement. Um, So there are lots of resources out there. Um, For example, um, one of my favorite is the uh, Sloan Kettering Memorial Cancer Center. They have a wonderful encyclopedia, if you will, of just about any dietary supplement out there. Look it up alphabetically. It will give you not only what the research is on how effective it is, It'll give you the safety profile. It'll tell you about interactions it may have with other supplements or drugs. What I recommend is what we call the savvy approach to supplementation. Foods first. Foods always come first. Ideally, you should be able to get all of the nutrients that you need. And I'm talking about traditional nutrients. Carbohydrates, fats, proteins, vitamins, minerals, and water. Those are the six classification nutrients. So food first. For nutrients that you cannot get through food, for whatever reason, say, for example, you are lactose intolerant. That may may mean for you dairy is very difficult to get in, and dairy is the best source of calcium or the most abundant source of calcium in the American diet, for sure. So you've got dairies off your table. So now, okay, how are you going to get your calcium? Well, then you may want to go to, uh, the second step would be fortification. You can find foods that have been fortified. So, for example, there's orange juice that's been fortified with calcium. So someone who doesn't drink milk could use orange juice that are with calcium to meet their calcium. If that doesn't work, then we start talking about supplementation. As to a multivitamin, multimineral preparation, most of the research that I've read kind of says, eh, you know, I don't, I don't think it does much. It, 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 does Some of the research that has looked at, say, longevity or susceptibility to illness for people taking multi, multivitamins, and they really haven't seen any benefit. Not any harm, but not any benefit. So that's sort of the, 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 uh, my, my usual uh, take on use of dietary supplements for traditional nutrients. First food, then fortification, and then supplement for those who cannot get it through with those other means.
0: That was Dr. Katherine Peterson speaking about the safest ways for folks to introduce supplements into their diet. That's it for this week's Missouri Health Talks, which was reported and produced by Sarah Petrowich. Tune in next week for more conversations from throughout the state about health and access. I'm Rebecca Smith. Thanks for listening.